what's going on, my friends? I am back in the building. Yes, after a very long weekend of sickness, my friends, my throat has been on fire. Yes, it has. Uh, but I am here uh, loaded up with nothing but good old Advil and antibiotics. Getting it done here working from home. Yes, I am not infecting anybody else around me because guess what? That's the beauty of working from home. So my friends, we have um, two guests that are going to be joining the show uh, today. The wonderful Elizabeth Bear and her baby that may just be delivered right here on the show. We never know. Elizabeth, welcome to the show. Hi, that was quite the introduction. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah, we were joking behind the uh, the old virtual stage here that um, it could be a first. Dave Sharp delivers, vir you know, baby virtually, and then that could become a whole new like trend of things that like you know, True. you know, we yeah. never thought that we would be doing what we're doing, and maybe one day people will be delivering uh, babies over the, you know, sometimes I, I you know. You, you just, you know, I've been in the room when, when a few babies were delivered and, um, you know, sometimes you just want to kick the doctors out and say, I got this, you know, I yeah. got this. So maybe yeah. it becomes a thing, but anyways, uh, how, when are you due? Tell everybody. So I'm doing two weeks. So I'm or like, uh, this is going to be our fourth. So this is the home stretch mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. And actually we are hoping to have a home birth. So oh. For you. Could potentially, yeah. So, and ironically, my husband's name is David. So, we are having a little girl though. So, undecided okay. on names. If you have any uh, names, drop them in the comments. But, um, but we're, yeah, we're super excited. So, thanks so for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Oh my gosh, it's so it's it's my pleasure. It's my it's my honor. You're you know crushing it, and it's so exciting to have uh, people on the show who are doing things that, you know, are much harder than somebody, you know, might expect. Like sometimes we think our problems are, are a lot and then we hear, oh my gosh, she's doing it. She's not, you know, almost about to have a baby. She's still, she's got three other kids and a husband named David. Oh my gosh, her life must be crazy, but she's still doing this. You know, uh, and that gives us inspiration uh, that, you know, anything is possible. So tell us what led you to legendary. I know that you're now full time online. Um, yeah. I mean, what were you looking for when you found us specifically? Yeah. So um, I actually started in the online space about eight years ago. So I was a teacher for 14 years. And then eight years ago, you know, seven years, six years into my teaching career, I started an online business creating digital resources for teachers and selling them. So the digital resources basically, um, you know, are tailored to students. So I would create like kindergarten through second grade resources. And I never had taken any kind of professional development course ever, never learned how to market. I literally was shooting from the hip. Um, and I did okay with that business. Um, it took a lot of YouTube university, like you say, and, um, kind of self-learning and, um, you know, reaching out to people, um, back when this is back when Pinterest was like still sending you an invite. Like you had to like know a friend on Pinterest to get the link to like be invited to be on the platform. Um, so I spent a long time teaching tandemly while I was trying to build my online business. So, um, I spent many nights 
like up until two and then, you know, waking up at seven the next morning and going to school and teaching full time and then coming home and being a wife and mom and that grind, like I knew in my heart, like the potential was there, but I felt like I, I just didn't quite have the tools to like scale the business. And it was like within two years, I think I, I hired my first like helper, somebody to help me with my website. Right. Mm-hmm. And just outsourcing a little bit of work like that, like I saw the rate on investment, like the rate, you know, return on investment um, by outsourcing a little bit. Um, and so anyways, to make a long story short, I spent eight years trying to scale my business and do it full time on at home. And I, I just couldn't. And so um, like everybody else, I went on the interwebs and I searched for passive income opportunities. And mm-hmm. so I, you know, found somebody on TikTok talking about, yes, you know, legendary, but not talking about legendary. Make money legendary. online. Make, money, make online, money online. Yeah. And because <laughs> I've had the experience that I had in my business prior, as I was watching her, I was like, there is truth to this because she's showing, she's showing the behavior behind the scenes. And so I knew, and I told my husband, I said, I know that I know this looks like it can't be true or it can't be done, but I'm telling you, my gut is telling me that there is truth to this. And so I signed up for the $7 course day three or four. I can't remember now was like, I had just like a couple aha moments, but here I have to share this with you because it's profound. And I believe in like divine, like appointments and, you know, just like confirmations and stuff. So Mm -hmm. four years ago, um, I went through a really tough season and I got a tattoo. I I read a book by Brene Brown called rising strong. Mm -hmm. And I got a tattoo that says fail forward. Wait, where is it? It's right. I don't know if you can see it. (laughs) Fail forward and rise. It's this little script, right? Fail forward and rise. And, um, in the book, I think she says, fall forward and rise. Well, in one of your podcasts, as I was researching all this passive income stuff, you mentioned fail forward and rise. And it was like this second episode I think I had listened to. And I was like thinking about kind of praying, you know, contemplating whether or not this was the thing for me to do. And I heard that and I looked at my husband, like, babe, that was the confirmation. So, um, so I dove into the $7 course, that 15 day business builder challenge. I learned so much, the four core business model. I learned, I learned to the importance of automations. I had never really understood that side before. You know what I mean? Just having those automations in your click funnels and all of that set up. Like I've, I've had an, I have a newsletter um, software that I use. Yeah. And I have an email list that I've built, but I, I didn't even know that it could be create like a funnel. Like that was total news to me. I'm like, what's a funnel? Um, so that was a big takeaway. Just even talking with my advisor was awesome. Building out our business plan. Like, um, so the $7 course for me was like the fire that I needed to like, just take off. So, um, I went through the 10 or the 50, I say it's a 10 day challenge because that's how long it took me to get through it. Cause Uh, I went through the 15 days. I got to like day three and I think my advisor appointment was two weeks out and I'm like, "Mm -mm, nope. So I emailed my advisor and I said, I know you're busy, but you put me on a cancellation list. And if anybody cancels, I will totally show up. Mm. And uh, 
sure enough, like within a day or two, I was then, you know, talking with my advisor and I looked at him and I, I can't remember his name now. I wish I could, but great, great person. And I said, um, I said, I'm telling you in my heart, I know that this is the thing that I needed. And so, mm -hmm. and sure enough, it was, you know, in the last 60 days, um, I've matched my teaching income. And so it's just been incredible, incredible. Um, wow. And so from there, after the $7 course, I applied that biz the four core business model that you, you know, you share. And I've created several different streams of income. I've got, you know, webinars and um, master classes and things. And so just building, building off of that knowledge and creating those additional streams of income has been in addition to all the affiliate marketing. So like the, it's so much more than just affiliate marketing, you know, you really, mm. you really do add a lot of value. So yeah. So that's, wow. that's short, short story. Wow. I love wow. to say to make a, to make a, to make a, uh, a short story long, you know, cause everybody's <laughs> always trying to make a long story short. I'm like, why, you know, we got nothing but time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, beautiful story and, and just wonderful, wonderful little, um, pieces that you've taken out to, to communicate your story. Right. And there's just a lot of value in how you just explain that because, Obviously, in the last 60 days and in, including the last many years that you've been, you know, Googling and trying and, you know, there's so much to say, there's so much to tell, there's so much that's happened. But when you become a marketer, you have to pick out a few points that you want to hit on and mm -hmm. you have to design that story so you can tell it in just a few minutes and that's you know not only is your story amazing but you've 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 now um you've now honed it into where you can tell it in a powerful way um short concise but still hitting on powerful little things people love to hear stories about divine intervention they love to hear stories about um, a, a defining moment, right? They yeah. love to hear stories about how somebody saw a sign. Um, that, that is the, that is the, that is the heart and foundation of all great stories. If you look back into all of these, uh, Disney tales and everything else, there was a person, an underdog, somebody who had been trying to do something and they were failing, but they were failing forward, right? They kept mm -hmm. trying and, 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 but they could not do it on their own until yeah. they met a guide or they saw a sign yeah. and that changed everything for them. And suddenly they had a superhuman a boost of energy or they had a leg up or they had something that helped them out, that sign, that guide, et cetera, that pushed them past. They, they developed a superpower. They realized they had a superpower that they didn't know, right? Mm, and now yeah. all of a sudden they, they, they realized that they could do the very thing. And yeah. so that's where the, the hero's journey is sort of created. Mm. Uh, and you can see that blueprint in every single um, great story, every single great movie, every single great Disney tale that's ever been told. And uh, you have that. Now, you may or may not have tried to do that, but it's a great example of exactly how to take, and I call it synthesizing. Synthesizing means that we take a bunch of different information from all over the place, and then we we synthesize it down into something that is 
yeah. that is that is simple that is a that is a singular string of thoughts and my friends those of you who want to be marketers who want to know the secret to marketing that's exactly what it is mm-hmm. everybody has tons of information in their life everybody has tons of experiences but it is those who can take those experiences and synthesize them into a a a simple string of thoughts that you can articulate over and over and over and over again. And that becomes your story. And the more that you tell that story, the more that it sinks into people's minds. You don't have to have a different story all the time. The art of this is learning how to take your journey and synthesize it, consolidate it into a, and articulate it into a single string of, of thoughts, you know? I, um, and I just want to share, as you're saying all of this, I'm reminded of this conversation I had years ago in a small group with a bunch of women and we were talking about pain and we were sharing our stories. And, um, my story actually like is kind of like growing up, we were super poor, homeless for six years. I lived in a heap with my father. We had no electricity, no running water. Um, I went to school hungry and dirty and tired and, literally had my first job in fourth grade where I looked at my dad and said, I don't have school clothes. What do I do? And he looked at me and he's like, I don't know, what are we going to do about it? And so I got on a bike with a black garbage bag and collected cans and, you know, earned, earned money for my, for my first day of school, school clothes. And that's a whole story in itself. And years ago, as I was sitting in this um, conversation with these women, one of the women looked at me and she's like, well, it looks like you got it all together. You've got this amazing, you know, childhood story and look at you now. And I, and I said, you know what? Pain is pain, no matter where you've come from. And no matter if you're, if you're looking at me and judging, judging my story as, oh, that's got to be more painful than mine. No pain is pain. And even if you grew up in a healthy home and, you know, with butterflies and rainbows and your parents are still together, it doesn't mean that you haven't still gone through things. And so as it pertains to your story as your marketing, and I can't even tell you how many people I've talked to um, about this very topic, like how do I even reach people? You know, I'm just an ordinary Joe. I don't know what to say. Well, you know, authenticity speaks to people and your story is as an individual and unique as anybody else's even if it doesn't have the crazy, whatever, you know, rabbit trails of all the hardships and all of that, your story is going to resonate with somebody else in your niche because you are, if you're experiencing stuff and you, you know, you've got um, life experiences, other people are going to experience that. So um, don't compare yourself to people who have these crazy, fascinating, whatever, you know, the, what do they call it? Comparisonitis or something like that, you know? Um because your story is still unique. And I think people resonate most with authenticity. And, I, and that's the feedback I get the most is yeah. I feel like I'm talking to a real human being. And I always tell people, I used to be a photographer years ago. And um, I always tell people like, talk to your camera as if it's your best friend. Mm. Like just have a conversation with your phone, right? And just imagine it's your best friend or your husband or whoever that is for you. And mm. talk to your audience as if you're sitting down across the table from them at a coffee shop and relating to them and connecting with them because people connect with real human being and authenticity, you know? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was very scared if you're not sharing, if you're not a little bit nervous, you know, everybody wants to be comfortable, um, you know. And by the way, I just want to give the, the disclaimer out here, friends. This is not a everybody succeeds, anybody can do this. This is easy for all of you who may be tuning in here today. This is the school of hard knocks. This is the school of entrepreneurship. This is only the strong survive, my friends. There are lots of J-O-Bs where you'll be just over broke that you can have a, you know, that, that you can have all the, 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 um, the, the easy come in, hit a couple of buttons. And I just want to say this because sometimes we get people here who are attending our show for the first time or just coming into our community and they think, oh, they're hiding stuff from us. They're, you know, there's really more cost than this. Of course there is. I mean, to start a business, friends, there's going to be some tools that you have to buy. That, I mean, let's understand. And, and you can compare it to other things that you may have done. For me, it was construction. I had to buy the truck, the tools. I had to get licensed. I had to have the insurance. I then had to have gas in the truck to go out and just do the free estimates. So everybody yeah. remember that this is not me and Elizabeth this morning running through a field of flowers holding hands saying everybody can do this and everybody right. should do this. Okay. This is a business. We are entrepreneurs and being authentic on camera, but telling your story, sharing hard stuff. I was about to say, if what you're sharing is not making you a little bit uncomfortable to share it the first few times, it's probably yeah. not real enough. It's probably not going to move people enough to where they're going to stop and actually listen and say, Ooh, that's, you know, that's, that's real stuff. You know, that's, that's okay. I'm listening now. If you want to play it safe with everything that you're doing, the same, like, you know, the same likely way that society invites you to play it safe with a nice job, 40 hours a week, 40 years of your life. And then you'll be able to retire and travel the world. What they really mean is head on down to Walmart and be a greeter for the rest of your life until you can't walk anymore or take some other job that, 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 you know, so you can pay your bills on top of the social security, because we all know that's not enough to really survive nowadays. Um, yeah. You know, that's the quote unquote safe route. You know, so these things that you're sharing about are taking me back to when I first got started and I was afraid to share that I was a recovering drug addict, that yeah. I that I had um, been homeless. Um, when I started, I had hepatitis C because mm. I, somehow it got transacted when I was using in the streets. And so I not only, you know, had all of that going high school dropout, I'd been arrested um, because of my addiction, running from the cops, you know, having possessions of this. I mean, I had all the stuff stacked up against me that I thought, hey, I am a low life, somebody who's nobody's going to listen to. And um, the beautiful thing is, is all of that was lies. You know, I ended up getting treatment mm -hmm. and cured from hep C when I finally had, you know, found the courage to go and get treatment and look into solutions instead of just sitting on my pity pot. I started to listen to podcasts and I heard this guy named Jeffrey Combs, old sales trainer, talking about his Alcoholics Anonymous journey and his battle with alcohol. This was back in 2010 when not a lot of people were talking about real stuff on the internet. And that gave me the courage to kind of start to tell my story. 
and yeah. be more honest with where I came from. And people loved me for it. It was not yeah. something that was anything to be embarrassed about. I just felt shame and embarrassment and uncomfortability because I was primed yeah. and sort of raised that we don't, and it wasn't anything wrong with my parents. It was just, we don't talk about that stuff publicly. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's so good. And I, I thank you for sharing because it's a good reminder too. Um, and I think the whole failing forward and rising of the, you know, failing forward title of this show is perfect because, you know, there is growth in tension and you mm. have to be uncomfortable to grow. And like, I can sit here and talk and be super comfortable on camera, but this took me years to figure out the first year of my like online business journey. I filmed for a solid year before I posted anything. Mm. I did not post a video and I have a YouTube wow. channel, right? I, I literally filmed in my living room with like all my photography set up for a solid year. And, um, I got a, a red scrunchie. This is how hard it was to learn this skill. I got a red scrunchie and I put a little Elmo face on it and I put that scrunchie over my camera, you know, lens. And I talked to Elmo as if he was my best friend. And, um, I think, I think the thing that I've learned most though, over the years is, is failure is a part of it. You got, you got to figure, you know, you just got to like incorporate failure. So I know for me, you know, in this journey, not every day has been a 10. There have been days where I've gotten very little response or those people who, you know, call you out and those, what do you call them? Keyboard, keyboard warriors, mm. you know, people who are rude and think that they just have this, they just have this bravery that they can show up and tell you X, Y, Z about yourself or be, you know, just be rude. And those are the days where, you know, those are challenging because it's like, wait a minute, am I doing the right thing? Or is, is what I'm doing even producing anything? Is it getting me towards my goal or is this all for not, you know? Yeah. Um, and so it takes practice and it takes, it takes you a long time to get comfortable. And there are people who look like they have just, you know, they're supernatural and uh, they get on and they've got that whatever smile or beauty or whatever. And it's like, well, I, I've, I've had people ask me that question of like, Hey, well, you've got like a natural presence on camera. What about the people of, you know, that don't. And so what do we do? Mm -hmm. And, um, and that's why I just always go back to just, you just got to be your authentic self and you just have to, you know, um, share what, and, and practice, you know, and practice, um, those, those things you can also do. There's other options too. I tell people about faceless accounts all the time. <laughs> you know, there are faceless accounts out there. You don't have to go, you don't have to have your face on social media. There are other tools that you can, you can utilize, you know, and, um, there so. are, but you know, it's almost a, it's almost a disservice that we, we tell, we give people that out. You know, we do tell them that of course, but you know, here's the thing is that being on camera is a skill. I'm going to say this, whether you yeah. folks choose to, to, to pursue the core four business models or any one of them or all of them that we teach here at Legendary or not, being on camera, friends, is a skill that yeah. you need, not should, not want to have. You need to have in 2023 and beyond. Why? Because 
everything now, ever since the pandemic and people realized that work could be done just as effective over Zoom and on camera than it can be in person. And oftentimes it's more convenient and safer and just as effective court cases are being handled on zoom now yeah. say one day that you have to go in and you have to defend yourself or you have to go in front of a judge or something like that and 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 you've never spoken on camera before you're afraid and scared and now all of a sudden you can't speak up and tell your side of the story or you can't defend yourself or you can't just you know you just can't find the words um, and and I, I've I've adoption hearings. I, I watched um, an adoption hearing recently that happened on Zoom. Right, this was a court case mm -hmm. that had nothing to do with criminal or anything negative. It was a positive adoption hearing, and it happened on on Zoom. Right, it, yeah. it happened on camera. Even the judge, he wasn't out Crazy. in his courtroom. He was in his chambers with just a laptop. You know cam there from right. his computer right in his chambers um interviews um so many jobs i mean if you you folks say you know what hey this entrepreneur stuff is not for me okay and you know what by the way that's totally fine i just right. said a moment ago right. that this doesn't have to be for everybody maybe you just kind of stumbled upon in here and you're trying to make this work but really you're not ready for entrepreneurship yet. Okay. I'm not trying to give you an out. Like I, I think that everybody can push themselves. You are a soldier when you're dropped in a yes. war zone, right? You, you yes. turn into and become the person that you put yourself in the environment or when you are put, you know, you talked about your childhood. No child should ever have to grow up like that, but you, you are resilient. You, yes. you you made it work. You figured yeah. out and found solutions. You did something about it as a fourth grader, went out and collected cans to go then to the store to then buy stuff for yourself, right? Yeah. But the truth is, is that these skills being on camera, even if you're so many jobs nowadays are, 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 are from home, they're virtual. Yeah. You, you know, so we need these skills. And more than that, our children... Yes, definitely 100%. need these skills. They so if you have kids at home or you have grandkids at home and you want to be an inspiration, you want to be somebody who's setting your kids up for success or your family up for success rather than failure, probably one of the determining factors that is going to separate the successful from the unsuccessful moving forward is how you show up and if you are able to communicate on camera agree yeah a hundred percent and you have to put yourself in challenging roles to learn if you're not like if this is like you said if you're not uncomfortable in this business you are not you're not challenging yourself to grow um you can't just ex like my husband and i were talking about um the difference between actual goals and aspirational goals I can sit and tell you that I want to make X amount every month or X amount every year, but that's an aspirational goal. And I believe in manifesting and I believe in like calling stuff in, right? But if I'm not putting actual goals to pen and paper, like posting two to three times a day, mm -hmm. um, I like an aspirational goal is not really a goal that I can set and for sure hit the mark, right? There are variables in there that are, I can't control. But what I can control is showing up every single day and posting two to three times a day, making sure my 
automations in my email funnels are on point. And then mm. when I sit down at the end of the month, it would be it would be one thing to sit down at the end of the month and not reach your your financial goals, but then look and say, well, I only I only posted two, you know, two things. Well, okay, of course, of course that's going to happen, right? But if you're not making yourself uncomfortable, um, like you said, absolutely. I I create two to three reels a day right now, and I'm right, and I hate writing. I would prefer to be on camera, and that's the other thing is. Um, thank God for chat GPT. <laughs> I am not a writer. I taught kindergarten for years because I'm not a writer. And um, chat GPT is like the newest, like most wonderful virtual assistant ever because I cannot sit down and write copy. It's a skill that challenges me. Even with chat GPT, I'm like, how do I, how do I hook these people? Like I have to like, somebody wanted, but so then I got to go back to like my fifth grade, like creative writing, you know? And, um, and so anyways, all that to say, absolutely. People should be challenging themselves and it should be hard. And you got to know going into this, you got to put a lot of hard work into it. It's not just going to be an overnight thing. Also reassessing. I, I, I always set goals. I have a, like a goal chart, right. And like a, a to-do list on my wall every day. And I've got what I'm working on for that day. At the end of the month, I go back and I look and I look at my insights, I look at my statistics, I say, what was working, what was not? Okay, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to tweak here. Oh, I don't want to tweak that because that's hard, but I do need to go. Like I was working on email funnels last night because I'm like, I don't think my messaging is quite honed in where I need it to be. And writing for me is like, that's why I chose camera <laughs> eight years ago instead of a blog, because even though I have a blog and it's up and running and all of that, I, I felt like, you know, I'm better on camera and writing is awful. And then there's those people who only write and they do phenomenal. I've got friends who have blogs and they do, they make tons of money, you know, doing blogging and affiliate marketing links and all of that. And so, um, but absolutely you have to challenge yourself and ask, and if you're not being challenged and you're just feeling defeated, you need to ask yourself where you can, you know, where you can be challenged. Also having accountability. I don't know how you feel about that, but having like an accountability partner or, um, somebody that, you know, that iron sharpens iron where you're, you're throwing your ideas out at people and getting feedback. I was, I'm thankful that my husband is, you know, my biggest supporter and I can sit and talk with him and be like, Hey, what, what does this sound like? Or what should I do? Or how should I tweak this? But I've got five other women that I talk yeah. to who are also in this space. Um, and we sit down and we brainstorm like, okay, well, this didn't work. And then I get that honest feedback and, um, you know, building that community, and building a community that of people who will challenge you, um, I think is important too. What are your yeah. thoughts? I I think I, I I love everything that you said. I it took me back to the beginning of me, um, you know, starting and writing to my list. I mean, I used to send wow. a live broadcast email every single day to my to my list. Um, it, that was just the thing to do. Um, it's, I, I think it still is the thing to do if you're strictly doing affiliate marketing, um, then, you know, and you have a small list and, and you have, you know, especially if you have a small list, you should be, not you should, it's a great option. I hate the word should. It's a great option or idea to think about having an email go out to them every day, whether it be an automated email that is just landing because you pre-wrote it and put it in an automated sequence or because you're sitting down every single day writing a live email. For me, the reason why I used to do that was because it, it, it helped me remain fluid 
And I yeah. could, I could, if something was going on that I wanted to promote or I wanted to be a part of, or I wanted to switch it up, like it just kept me focused on writing every day. And it kept yeah. me focused on promoting something to my, my list every day. And a oh. lot of times, a lot of times we are hesitant to promote, right? We just, uh -huh. we don't want to be, we don't want to be, and we're hesitant to email, right? We're hesitant to post a lot of videos because we don't want to bother anybody. And that yeah. is a the opposite of what I needed to develop as a new marketer. I needed to develop my, I'm here. Right. Hello. I needed to, yeah. I needed to find my voice and be comfortable being known instead yeah. of hiding in the shadows. And yeah. for so much of my life, especially up until that point, and I was getting started online, I wanted to be successful, but I, I didn't really want anybody to notice me. I didn't want to be the center of attention. So yeah emailing every day um was was the thing for me tiktok instagram all these short form videos were not a thing it was youtube long form videos we could post to facebook back then but video was not that hot it yeah. was all about like writing myspace pictures stuff like that yeah. <laughs> um, so like cool. like email was my thing, you know, yeah. and, and, and I suck too. Like I would get emails sent back to me that people were like, they wouldn't oh, just okay. subscribe. Okay. This yeah. was how people express their hate back then. They would hit reply and say, this is the worst garbage I've ever read. I don't know how I got, how, why you need to get hell off of here. Yeah. I would, you know, I would. It's almost I would, like type a type one i get those all the time like they screenshot my funnel and they're like um you misspelled this word i'm like okay i appreciate it but also <laughs> that's so funny yeah. well and here's the other thing like so i look at like my back end on my conversion rate of people who actually open all my emails and my conversion rate is about 60 percent. and so if you think about how when you send out emails only 60% of those people are actually opening your emails. And most of those people don't open every single one, right? So even if you're redundant in your message, it's okay. That's okay. I um, I can't remember which Facebook group. It was one of the legendary Facebook groups that I'm in right now. But one person said something along the lines of, just so you know, it was on the 46th email in my funnel that I got the sale. Well, this is I'm what, like, the, this is what I was you. taught. Email yeah. until they buy, die, or unsubscribe. <laughs> I love that. I'm gonna write that down. Buy, always, die, that's, that's all. That's always stuck with me. And and, and, good. I, and I, I, I promote until they buy, die, or unsubscribe. Because that's the good. same rule applies on social. We're not. We're not. You know. We don't want to. It is not our responsibility to cater and be codependent to these people's feelings out here on social media when they dead come subscribe to our list or they hit the follow button or they set up the damn TikTok account. It's not my yeah. job to set boundaries for them. I have a right. hard enough time setting boundaries for my own self, right? And <laughs> keeping my own email inbox clean and free of crap. So oh I God. need to stay in front of people because not only does it train me to be yes. active and aggressive every day, but it also gives me a shot to actually make sales. If I'm yeah. not in front of people every single day in some way, shape or form, somebody else is.
Yeah. And you're not just selling it's you're, you're connecting that real life story, that authenticity piece, right. like keeping the conversation I, going. Yes. And I read a book years ago, go for no, I think it was called. And it was, it was basically mm -hmm. about like, you just keep going, you just keep mm -hmm. going and you just keep showing up and you just keep showing up. Right. And, um, until they literally physically say no, Mm -hmm. You're still there and you're kind mm -hmm. and you're, you're relatable um, and you're understanding. And I think that's what I love about legendary is that I can be genuine in my message and authentic in my message because it really did help me set up several additional passive income streams. Like within two weeks, I was making really good money, you know, because of the skills that I learned from what you just taught in the 15 day business builder challenge. And so I can authentically communicate that message and say, nope, it really did work for me. It really did help me. Um, now, this was also compiled with years of experience in the online space. So I came, I didn't come in a total beginner. And I think what you said earlier about like, let's, let's be authentic in our message here. I came in with lots of YouTube university under my belt, never having had paid for any kind of professional development, but I kind of like was able to reverse engineer, you know, based off of my experience in applying what you taught in the 15 day business builder challenge to create true income streams. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I'm able to great. communicate that. that with yeah. That full context, that experience of, of, yeah. I mean, you've, you've, you know, you've put in, you've got it. We do, you know, trading called decade in a day. You've got damn near a decade of, of successes and also failures. Yes. And this is so important that you compile my friends, your failures. You yes. have to have a certain amount of failures in order to then get a success. That's how life works. Yep. Just like the whole concept of going for no, the whole concept is, is that a no is getting me that much closer to a yes. If I'm getting nothing, if I'm not getting any no's, I'm never going to get a yes. Everything is a numbers game. Everything is a, 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 um, it's a, it's a, uh, it, it, there is always going to be a number of people who disagree, who don't buy, who don't want anything to do with you. There's always going to be a certain amount of failure, rejection, and knows if you're doing anything in life, if you're yeah. dating, if you're job hunting. I mean, who goes, name yeah. one human being that every single job, uh, that the every single time that they've went out to get a job, they just got hired on the first interview, the first job that they, that they've, not a single person, you're job hunting. I'm on the job hunt. It's amazing yeah. that we'll go on the job hunt for you know, weeks, for months sometimes, for even years to find the right job. And then we get a job and what are we doing? We're still job hunting, right? Because we want something. Yeah. So we'll hunt for a job. We'll hunt for something that, that you know, that, that you know, we say we don't want. But then when it comes time to building something, a business, putting forth effort to try to, you know, kind of like I think about some of these stories about, you know, Coke and some of these different movies where, where they pitch the script hundreds of times or even thousands of times and rejection, 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 rejection. No, 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 no. And then finally somebody picked it up and it became this blockbuster hit. It's like, yeah, why will we go after and hunt so hard and work so hard for these things that we say we don't want. But then mm. when it comes time to go after the thing that we do want, that maybe will give us that freedom or that unlimited earning potential that we so desire, 
it's too hard. It's like yeah. the rejection is too much. Yeah. So, you know, the, so for those of you just joining, I, my history, I was a teacher for 14 years and in um, education for the last several years, one of the things that we really emphasize and talk about is the difference between growth mindset and fixed mindset, right? So, you know, that growth mindset is failure is a part of life. Like it's, it's not just like, oh, it's going to happen occasionally. No, you should just factor it as a part of your experience. And then when you come up against that failure, what are you going to do about it? Um, you know, fixed mindset. And I, I can't tell you, I have conversations every day with individuals. I was having a conversation with someone the other day who had been in a profession for 40 years and she was super intrigued by what I do. And, um, and I'm, you know, sitting and have a genuine conversation with her and, but she just had just such a fixed mindset. And I'm like, I can't, I can't do that work for you. You know, you have to come into this. And I tell people too, you have to come into this space knowing that you're an individual with individual gifts and individual stories. And just because we see other people doing, you know, mark, they're marketing a certain way does not mean that you have to do it that way. There are a lot of individuals who put their twist on things and, and they do phenomenal and they're not just copy paste what they see from other people. So trust yourself, trust your gut, you know, trust your abilities and skills and, um, but you got to have a growth mindset. So you have to know that. that you're going to fail. It's a part of it. Like you're going to have great days where you feel like you're on a mountaintop. And then you're going to have other days where it's crickets and tumbleweeds. And on those days, what are you going to do? You know, what are you asking yourself on those days? And what are you changing and challenging yourself with on those days that are going to help propel you? Because it's interesting, you know, Instagram, and we can even talk about Instagram strategy or whatever, but um, Instagram is an interesting beast because there's times when I'll post a reel and I get, I'm going to be honest, I probably get 500 DMs a day. Thank God for autoresponders because autoresponders take care of about 90% of those, 95% of those. But I get so many DMs in a day that are great. They're they're positive or their responses to reels. And I'm, you know, I'm commenting or the autoresponders commenting. But the second that I see that one negative comment, like whatever it is, I am, I, I struggle with the whole people pleasing and the whole feeling deflated, like immediately. And I feel like oh, I need to go on and answer and, and justify like, no, I'm really authentic. And I, I really do like, I am doing, I'm not just, you know, I hate the word scammer, but I'm not, I'm not doing that. You know, this really is an option, but you got to put the hard work in and you got to show up with a growth mindset, you, you know? Um, but on those days, those are the days that I'll typically sit and journal and, and just ask myself, okay, you know, what is the core issue here for me? And what, what am I struggling with? And how can I turn this failure into a win? You know? Um, and so you just, you just got to keep, you just got to keep showing up and showing up and consistency is key. So uh, what I was to finish that thought, what I was trying to get at was on those days when I feel deflated, I typically don't see the results of my work on those, the days that are harder until like a week later. Cause that's just how Instagram is. But then a week later when that reel has gone viral or that reel has gotten a lot of, you know, whatever, um, I'm able to look back and say, Hey, you know what? <laughs> That hard day that I thought was a total failure, actually, and me being super vulnerable in that reel and me showing up completely authentic and being so scared to do so and having the courage to show up, um, actually is what propelled seven to 10 days later, the sales and the conversions that I'm seeing. And so you never know when you showing up 
you know, whether it's you're doing something scary, like you were talking about, you know, whether it's you're just sitting down and practicing your writing, you know, you're getting those emails out or you're filming those videos or you're doing a live or whatever that is. Um, those typically the scariest days for me have been the days that I felt like, you know what, they, they actually pay off the most. You see the most conversions in those days. I don't know. What are your thoughts? I just think that I just think that if you're not bothered a little bit by negative comments, then are you human? It's like, yeah, it's like <laughs> I just, I've never gotten to the point after I, I may be more sensitive to negative comments nowadays than I am than I was at the beginning. I, I don't know. I mean, just because I take my work more seriously now, like this is a real yeah. profession for me. Like this is a real career for me. I'm not just like, also I don't just respond to people's like negative comments. Uh, I actually look at them and I, and I see, is there any validity to this? Is yeah. there any constructive feedback that I could take? Um, can I grow from this? Like, yeah. because I, I, 1000% all of the positive comments keep me going and feed my soul. So please don't stop them. I'm not saying I don't, I don't, I don't love them and, and absolutely get my, my, my heart and soul, um, filled from them. But, you know, if somebody posts a critical, like if it's just nasty and it's just like, obviously hateful, then, I mean, it hurts, but I don't really look into it that much if somebody's being like disgusting. But yeah. if it's like a critical comment or something, man, I take those to heart and I actually take the feedback and I actually look and see if there's any validity. Is there anything that is, does this person have a point here? Can yeah. I change something? Can I grow? Because like, I mean, I view, you know, this business as this is a real career. I mean, you can take yeah. your silly little, you know, information business and turn it into an Inc. 5000, you know, company that uh, is, 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 you know, you know, that people, that people look at and say, holy crap, like this is, yeah. you've achieved something like this is real. You start getting on shows and being interviewed and you start having um, all these followers and stuff like, I mean, it's a, it's, it's this, this is something way beyond uh, what I ever thought it could be. And it's way beyond legendary marketer itself has grown into way beyond anything that I ever saw coming up in this industry. It's, this is such a big and powerful community that I take all yeah. feedback. If it's, if it's, if it's reasonable feedback I actually take it and I look at it and I try to grow from it. And that shift that I've taken instead of anything like when I first started, anybody that disagreed with me, I just I was like, oh, you don't support me because I was <coughs> I wasn't sure about what I was doing, for God's sakes. You know, yeah. so I it's was scary. like, oh, my God, maybe maybe they're they're right. And so I would get defensive, you know. And what I've learned about life and what I've learned about myself is that when I'm being defensive, I am in a place of fear and insecurity. And when I'm receptive to all opinions and I'm receptive to all criticism, I am in a place of humility and openness. And that is where I'm growing. And yeah. um, going back to the comment that you mentioned earlier about accountability, you know, I used to listen to people more than I listened to myself. 
Now, over the years, what's happened is I have shifted to being open to criticism and being open to all comments, both negative and positive. But I don't put more weight on either. I don't, I'm not looking and waiting for positive feedback to validate me, to give me permission to move forward or keep moving forward. I actually have become my own accountability partner um, because it's nice to have people in that, that, that understand what I'm doing, that are like-minded so I don't feel alone, so I have friends so I have people on the journey with me. But what I realized about my accountability and my success is that there is no accountability partner and there is no person in this world, not even your spouse, not even your children, who are going to make you get up and do this. You have to do it for yourself. You have you to know. Have to do it Absolutely. for yourself. You Absolutely. not be relying on other people to be your motivation because there will be many days where you and your spouse are fighting. There will be many yep. days when you are fed up with your kids and aren't inspired to want to give okay. them the great life because they're being little shitheads talking back and you're saying, okay. screw it, go in your room and wear your shitty shoes or whatever it is. You have to be inspired by your own story. And the yeah. fact that all of your struggles and all of your mess was not in vain, that all yes. of the shit that you have been through did not happen for no reason. And you Stop have it. to become as or more inspired by your own story, yeah. by your own journey as you are that movie that you watched or that inspirational video on YouTube or especially more than somebody else's story. What somebody else eats does not make you go to the bathroom. You yeah. have to want to do this for yourself, and you have to find inspiration in overcoming things for you in the fact that you're proving to yourself that you do have what it takes, that yep. you can do what you think you can do, and that you don't need somebody else to complete you, that you actually already have inside of you what you need to succeed. And you may need an environment and people and a community to help you to go in there and get that stuff and pull it out. But you yeah. don't need a guru. You don't need a positive comment. You don't need other people. You don't need a spouse. You don't need kids. You don't need any of this stuff to give you permission or keep you inspired. You need to develop that or uncover that inside yeah. of yourself and realize that you're worth it. Your story matters. You matter. You deserve this. And you did not go through all that shit in your past to bring you to this point right. to just stop and quit and make it all in vain. That's, That's right. That's so amazing. good. If we were in church, I'd be like, amen. Amen, brother <laughs> Dave. So amen. Everybody throw the oh hat. My God. Amen. Everybody throw the hat. Seriously. So good. Can I share a quick story? Because I feel just so inspired by what you just said. Um, so when I, so I started in the online space about eight years ago. Right. And so my story is that I found legendary recently and it's the thing that like lit the fire and has just, it has been such a perfect fit. I feel like all the eight years of experience that I've had has set me up with legendary so well. Um, and I know my story is a little bit unique. I know we've got 
complete beginners, but I will tell you, there have only been a, a few, no, I can count on one hand how many times in my life when I've had that feeling in my heart that, nope, this is something I have to do because I'm supposed to do it. And one of those things was starting my online business eight years ago. So I started creating digital resources for teachers. My story I've shared a little bit about, you know, we, I was homeless. I barely got C's on my report card. It's ironic that I even became an educator. But if it wasn't for educators in my life who had special snack drawers for me and who spent time after school tutoring me and gave literally would bring me clothes from their children that had outgrown because I we were so poor. We were homeless, living in a teepee, no electricity, no running water for six years, right? Lived with my single dad. My mother was a drug addict. And um, so just just didn't have a life that was kind of set up for any type of success. I didn't have mentors. I didn't have family. So turnkey kid went, you know. Um, but when I started my online business, creating digital resources, I started you know, posting lessons online and I had my first sale and the platform that I was on did this little cha-ching on my phone. And I earned like $4, you know, for this one digital PDF, but that wasn't the aha moment. And that wasn't the, the life changing moment for me in the online space. The life changing moment for me came four days later when I got a picture from a woman in Africa using that lesson on a dirt floor with a five-year-old little boy. Mm -hmm. And then that moment, I realized, holy crap, this online space has the ability to impact not only teachers, but teachers from across the globe and bless little kids on dirt floors in Africa. Are you kidding me? Like that for me became a why. And so as I've walked into and stepped into the legendary marketing world, my why has become, because in this season of my life, for those of you who are just joining, I'm nine months pregnant. I'm two weeks away from having our fourth baby. I don't have time to go get a job. I do have time. I do have time to go get a job. But that means that my family suffers, right? My kids are not tucked in at night. They're not getting breakfast in the morning. They're not, I'm not caring for the heart of our home like I want to. And to be able to have a job where I can work two to three hours a day, literally from my phone, making money from my phone and still care for the heart of our home, it's a dream. It's a dream. But in addition to that, to have women or moms or parents or people who, you know, can't get out into the corporate world or whatever their life situation is, reach out to me and say, hey, I, I earned my first commission. I signed, you know, I signed up with Legendary and I earned my first commission. And, you know, I'm so excited. I have a mom right now in Tennessee who is just killing it. She's just taken off and she's killing it. And it's so exciting because had she not found me, you know, and Legendary, through that whole journey, um, she, she may not be where she's at today. And that is purposeful. And so if there's a why or, you know, that um, coal that you throw into the fire of your engine that helps propel and fuel you, I think for me, that's, that's definitely it is it's helping other people. Like yeah. we are genuinely helping other people in any season, in any situation of their life. You got to put the hard work in. And, you know, and it's not like a get, get rich quick kind of thing. You really do have to put the hard work in, but the possibility is there. So that's yeah. purposeful for me too. That was, that was um, an amazing story. And you never really even know the impact that you're making when you're doing this, because there's so, so many screens and wires and, and all that between us. We never, uh, we never really know, um, you know, 
what uh, what impact we're we're really making. Um, sometimes we get the blessing to be able to have somebody give us that feedback or send yeah. us a note. But think about how many times something's helped you and you didn't actually let the person know that it helped you, right? How many times did you have a wonderful meal at a restaurant and not leave a review? For me, 100% of the time, yes. okay? How many times did I listen to a song that set my soul on fire, but I didn't write a piece of, get, send a piece of fan mail into the artist? How many times did I listen to a talk on YouTube or listen to an inspirational video on the internet and not leave a comment? I mean, 99% yeah. of the time, you're not even going to, and this is also true with your buyers. You know, most of the time you're only going to hear comments and get messages from people who are kicking the tire. You know, yeah. a lot of times people who are buyers don't screw around with asking questions and, you know, they're, they're silently buying and they're just, that's just what I found. Right. Yeah. Same. So you have to, um, you have to to find those look like look out for those look out for those little signs. That's why I think that the the growth versus fixed mindset that you brought up earlier is such a dynamic thought. It's to to think because you have to be open for as you talked about earlier in the show the signs that are going to feed your soul to feed your spirit. You have to be open for them, like you were listening carefully to the challenge videos as you were going through and simultaneously listening to shows and or podcast here of, of this show in hearing so many people yeah. say, well, I, you know, I can't meet with my advisor uh, for, you know, seven or 10 days. Well, it, there's a million things you could be doing. You can, 100%. I, mean, I, I literally 700 shows and episodes here that you could be listening also, to. Also, I literally started posting reels already before I was even set up totally. And I'm not saying that that's what you should do, but I'm saying like, I was so hungry <laughs> as I was going through and listening to every, I listened to like, I like binge listened to like five wake up legendary shows a day. Right. And absolutely. There's so much that you can do and you have to ask yourself. Also, I was going to say too, whenever you get a negative comment and this is, this is my approach. I try, I think this is my growth mindset approach with a negative comment is like, I had a comment this a couple days ago and it said something along the lines of this is a scam and how dare you. Blah, blah, blah. And the first thought that I had was this poor person has either been scammed themselves or my messaging is not clear enough. And what can I do to like laser focus in on my messaging? Because if this person is just hopping onto my page and this is what they're getting, then I'm doing something wrong. And so I, I took less offense to it and more like, Ooh, and then I responded honestly to that person. And I, I never delete those comments. <laughs> I never. And the one comment that I'm thinking of one of somebody else got on and said, it was like trying to fight with them. And I said, no, 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 let's not even go here. I, and, and then I did like a little explanation video and I said, you know, hang on, you've either been burned or I'm not doing my job. And there are trolls out there. I mean, there are people who are just like, you know, trolls and they just, whatever they want to, but this was not that case. And so the person actually came back and was like, you know, um, I appreciate you taking the time. <laughs> to explain that to me because it makes sense now that makes right. sense you know so yeah it's an exercise in humility and it's also an exercise in conflict resolution 
Um, you know, it's so easy. I see these, I see a lot of quote unquote gurus and quote unquote successful people who are so passive aggressive. Um, and they're just, you can tell they have an underlying of, of frustration and also doubt in themselves yeah. that, that, um, you know, people leaving those type of comments, they're actually then creating content about, um, in, in, in sort of feeding the fire and battling in, in, really there are no trolls there's only hurt people and just as you said uh if somebody's commenting that kind of comment well they probably never had never had anybody in life model for them what it was like to work hard at something yeah and so they had an expectation or they had nobody in life that prepared them for what entrepreneurship looks like which is a lot of failures and so they did try some mlm or something and, and they didn't, you know, they didn't succeed. And so, you know, their default was to just call it a scam. So now anything and everything that looks like it requires like them to, you know, do work on their own and, and deal with both the successes, but also take responsibility for the failures is a scam. And so that's a hurt person. You know, that's not a bad person. That's a hurt person. And when we develop our, our, our heart uh, and grow ourselves up emotionally to not respond to that kind of stuff passive aggressively or respond to hurt with hurt, right? We grow, we grow yeah. and we create an actual safe space for people to be able to have their own opinions. It's one of the reasons why I stopped being so active in our Facebook groups was yeah. because I didn't want to come in personally and dominate. I realized that my words held a certain weight. And so if somebody came in and left a negative post or questioned something or left a negative comment, you know, I didn't, you know, there was a time in my career that I felt compelled to respond to those things. Now, yeah. occasionally I will, but I try to be gentle and I try to more act as a facilitator or a protector of our community versus a defender um, or somebody who has to come in and swing my weight around Right. Um, it's also one of the reasons why, you know, I, um, you know, I, I, I try to be a facilitator and not a monologue guru with all of our training and events and things like that is because, you know, the, the more successful you get, the less you need to be the one who's always trying to convince everything of every yeah. of, you know of all yeah. these points that you have it's better to create an environment to where people can learn to think for themselves and yes. uh you can thank as you said thank you, them for their opinion let them know they're entitled to their opinion they deserve that you know thank you for that um i i saw i saw one of the best one of the best examples of this that i ever saw was do you remember the girl who did the catch me outside thing yes. on Dr. Phil. Yeah. And so if you look up this clip, everybody should, it's such a great, it's such a, it's such a great example of how just to receive somebody's hurt and, and just thank them for it and not put them down and hurt them when they're already hurting, especially if you have the power. Now in that, this situation, Dr. Phil was, had this, this, this young lady back, the catch me outside girl back on the show. And she came on the show and she started, you know, she just, it wasn't like she went off on him. She was just talking. She was like, listen, she was like, I, 
Oprah didn't make you. I made you. She, he was like, you were, she was like, you were nothing before I came on your show. Right. And I mean, she legit, and that hits to the core yeah. of somebody Same like man. that <laughs> because, because there's, because there's a little bit of truth to it. There's mm. a little bit of truth to that, that her catch me outside whole thing actually, actually brought a lot of eyeballs in instead of responding back and saying something hurtful, he said, thank you for that. Mm. That's all he said. Thank you for that. And you could tell that he was chuckling a little bit inside, like kind of like you are hilarious. And I, right. you know, there's some truth to that, but screw it. Thank you for that. Yeah. <clears throat> good. It was just, it was just validating her feelings. So good. Yeah, it was validating her feelings. Yeah, and what a humbling response for him. You know, for him not to get defensive shows that he actually he knows who he is, who yeah. you know, what what strengths yeah. he has, and yeah, it, it is true. Like you said, there there was some truth in that. There was some truth in that, and 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 you know, um, you know, to that person who's leaving that comment, there's some truth to, to there's truth to them. And, and that's why I have sort of taken this stance now that I don't need to convince people. I don't need to go out there and, and, and try to convert people. I don't need to, even on the show, like I'm not here pitching all of our courses right. or our blueprints. Or I'm not hard selling. I mean, if you've not gotten enough value from just the free shows that are here and oh, yeah. you don't vibe with me or us, or you think that, you know, there's something up or that we're up to something, or we got tricks up our sleeve or whatever, then I hope that you got value. And I still hope that you learn these skills. Even yeah. if you don't learn them here, go out and take what we, there's been plenty of people who have listened to our free stuff and then taken it and not given us credit and, and just go out. And that's fine. My, my, I am at a place to where, um, I just, it, this is this, I'm not even doing this anymore for everybody else. I'm doing this for me. Cause I, I have no, I learned this in recovery. You can, when you come into 12 step recovery and we'll wrap up here. Cause I know you got three kids, a husband, a business and a baby on the way. So we'll, we'll bring <laughs> this in for a landing, but in recovery, you know, the whole, the whole, foundation of of like 12 step recovery and helping people to also battle their addictions is that once you come in and like get over your own withdraw and like actually the fog settles a little bit you begin to help other people you begin mm -hmm. to sponsor other people which means that you're sort of like their their guide or kind of yeah. act as a mentor to them you go in you speak in facilities you go back to meetings you share you welcome new people as they come in and try to make them feel, you know, welcome. And, and, but guess what, what if you, what if you have a, a sponsee or somebody that you're helping and they go out and they relapse, you can take that personally, like you failed that person. And so you learn that you don't do it for them because if you helped them and you stayed clean, you were successful. If you helped them and you didn't relapse, it was a hundred percent because you have no control over what other people do with your efforts, with your content, with the help that you give. 
if it helps you. Yeah. If and that's what I look. At. That's how I look at this show. That's how I look at this business. Is that I, I have no power over people to make them be successful, to make them go through our curriculum, to yeah. make them. And you know what? The majority. I'm going to say this out loud so everybody hears it. The majority of people who buy any how-to course on the internet or off don't even complete it let alone yeah. have success with it. Yes. And that is also wow. the statistics here at Legendary Marketer. The yeah. majority of people who buy any, and guess what? That disclaimer is at the bottom of every single page where we're actually mm -hmm. pitching something. The majority of people. So does that mean that I'm a failure? No. Yeah. Because every yeah. single day when I show up and I do this show, I leave inspired. I leave motivated. I leave having learned something, feeling stretched, growing. And so at the end of the day, that's all I can focus on. And ironically, when that's I so focus good. on that, results come in 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 windfalls. Yeah. Because right? you're not trying to control. I think I think of the analogy of like holding it with an open hand, you know, holding your business, your family kids, whatever, with an open hand and knowing that like, even with my children. So, you know, we, we try very hard to make sure that they're got social emotional skills, right? So critical thinking, problem solving, um, putting them in situations where I know they're going to fail. Like I already know they're going to fail because they don't probably have the skill set, but they need to go through that failure to figure out that they don't have the skill set and not just hear it from me. Um, so, putting them in those tough situations, but also holding them with an open hand and saying, ultimately, you know, whether it's people that I'm mentoring or people that are, you know, um, learning from me online or, you know, whatever it is, uh, my children, whatever, um, like you're saying, I think that is the ultimate leadership. I think what you're saying is that is a true leader. When you can help instill in individuals, set them up to learn how to be independent, to be problem solvers, to be critical thinkers, and then release them to, to, they're then able to, they're not living your dream. They're living their dream. And they, everybody has individual skills and skill sets. And like, like I said earlier, it's so fun seeing, seeing this legendary community and all the different types of people and all the different types of skills in the community because everybody's a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And this one of I had a conversation this week with somebody who I'm trying to like I'm trying to like help her, you know, just based off of my skills and stuff. And I keep telling her like make what do you want? It's not what I want. It's your, you know, it's your thing. So think about it and come at it from your skill set. We're all created individually and uniquely. And, um, and so good for you. And I'm sure I'm like reading the comments as you're talking and just hearing, you know, affirmation, affirmation about your leadership in the company. And I think that that's why you have so many people within legendary thriving, um, and the business booming because you're not micromanaging. <laughs> You know, mm -hmm. you're not this micromanager who's going to come in and tell people how to do things or what to do, or they have to do it a specific way. We have the freedom to be ourselves. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so 
I love that. And I think that's probably one of the main reasons that I was drawn to this because I could come at it from a, as a stay-at-home mom, somebody who was a former teacher who had carried some shame from quitting, but knowing that I could walk into legendary purpose-filled, purpose-driven because I could help other moms in my season. And my story is unique. Not everybody's a stay-at-home mom, not everybody's a mama, you know? Yeah. And so we're all in different seasons. So good for you. And it is, it has been such a joy being on the show. Like I'm so honored to talk to you to just, I'm reading through the comments, just trying not to get teary-eyed about like just everybody's individual stories and response and you know it's it's this community has been just absolutely incredible so thank you for having me i so appreciate it You're and so uh, come back and see yeah. me again i mean this has been fun and a pleasure and obviously we could keep going um i mean you're almost like interviewing me too you're like and, and I love <laughs> the energy uh, <laughs> your, your kids your family is is so blessed to have you we're so blessed to have you as a part of our community and i look forward to many more opportunities to talk with you and listen to you yeah. teach and talk and guide and uh, i know that this is just the beginning for you and us so um, come back, see me, stay legendary, my friend. Okay. And, uh, and, and go have that baby. I will. Oh gosh, I will. Thank you. All right. I hope you feel better. Thanks for coming on the show. Not feeling well. That means a lot. And, um, all right. I will see you guys later. See you on the internet. All right. Bye. All right, my friends go follow Elizabeth over at Elizabeth dot Marcelina. That is, I'm going to spell it out in case you're listening. Okay. On Instagram, it's E L I Z A B E T H dot M A R C E L E N A, Elizabeth dot Marcelina. You can find her over on Instagram. Um, her profile, I think, has got a hundred, at least on Instagram, 108,000 followers as of today. Uh, she's rocking and rolling and my friends, what more is there to say? That was, that was, I'm fired up. I don't know if you're fired up or not, but I'm fired up. So stay legendary, get out of here, my friends. Um, and we'll see you back here tomorrow for another episode. Peace.